Hey guys, Pete Mundo, HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Thanks for listening to this week's interview. It aired on our radio show in Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, and West Virginia. Please do rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. If you do that, send me a screenshot of your review to Pete Mundo at HeartlandCollegeSports.com, and I will send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. Good trade-off. Get it done. Enjoy the interview. Pete Mundo back on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of HeartlandCollegeSports.com. And let's talk some OU. Let's welcome in Ryan Lewis, football brainiacs, joining us. Those guys do a uh, fantastic job. And, Ryan, always good to chat with you. Always appreciate a few minutes. Uh, let's start with just this OU team in general. No Baker Mayfield. That's the big question. Do you believe this is actually year one for Lincoln Riley and finding out who he is as a head coach, or is that not fair? Hey, Pete, appreciate you having me on. Glad to be on the show and glad to um, be able to chat with you for a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's definitely um, the start of a different time, you know, for OU fans, and I'm sure for most of college football, it felt like the, the Baker Mayfield era lasted forever. And obviously for Sooner fans, they were quite happy with that, and the rest of the nation, maybe not. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, I don't, I don't think it's 100% um, fair to say that, you know, we, we don't know anything about Lincoln Riley. But to your point, I think it's absolutely fair to say that this is, uh, maybe a, a time to find out how, how much of, of the offense is on Lincoln Riley and how much of the offense was perhaps on Baker Mayfield. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what the offense looks like without you know the staple of the Sooners for the last three years and Baker Mayfield. Well, Ryan, when you look at this this program in particular and this team, you know Kyler Murray is a guy who I, I think he's a nice player, but you know we really haven't seen him play big time college football. I know he was a five star recruit, but that was you know several years ago now. So, uh, what are realistic expectations for Kyler Murray playing on the heels of Baker Mayfield? Yeah, you're right. We haven't seen very much of him, and and. and... <laughs> I'm as big a OU homer as any, but I think anyone that's expecting Kyler Murray to come out and throw like Baker Mayfield did is, is in for disappointment. That's not an insult at all to, to uh, Kyler Murray. But Baker Mayfield was one of the most efficient passers in college football history. Um, broke so many records, it's hard to keep track with efficiency um, and things like and QBR and things like that. So I, I certainly don't think it's fair to expect um, that kind of production, but I, also, I do think it's fair to say that he's going to bring a dynamic to the the offense, the OU fans really haven't seen much recently. Um, looking at the Stoops era and now the Lincoln Riley era, um, there really hasn't been a 100% dual threat quarterback at OU. I would say I would say that we've had some some mobile options that we've seen at OU. Um, guys like um, Baker Mayfield, guys like Josh Heupel, guys like Paul Thompson um, that that were able to move around pretty well. Um, but I really wouldn't categorize any of them as a true dual threat. I'd say the closest OU fans really ever got was when Jason White was on campus. Um, he was recruited as a dual-threat quarterback, but two knee surgeries later, that wasn't as much of an option for him, and obviously through no fault of his own. So it'll be interesting to see what OU's going to do with a, a true dual-threat quarterback. I absolutely don't think we're going to see something like Louisville um, with Lamar Jackson where Kyler Murray's running for just as many yards as he's throwing. I just don't think that's um, going to be the way that Lincoln Riley chooses to use all of his tools because he does have a lot of tools in the offensive toolbox, so to speak. Um, but I do think that we're going to see a lot more of the quarterback run um, and some different options from the backfield than we really have in, in recent history for OU. 
Ryan Lewis, the football brainiacs, joining us. So, you know, Ryan, I, I get it. OU's the favorite this year. It makes sense again in the Big 12 just because of the talent that they have. But, you know, for the first time in three, four years, this conference is as wide open as it's been in a very long time because of the loss of Baker Mayfield. So as an OU guy who is a fan of the team and covers the team, is this another Big 12 or Big 12 championship or bust season? Or do you cut the team some slack based on its recent success? I wouldn't want to speak for every OU fan, but I do think the general sense that I get, the place OU is at right now, um, I think it's probably fair to say that most OU fans would be disappointed if OU doesn't win a national or a, a Big Twelve championship this season. Um, and I don't think that's a reflection on you know people don't think the rest of the Big is talented. I just think that the expectations have been set, winning three in a row and winning. I, I've lost track at this point. I think eleven total out of the twenty-four there have been, or whatever the numbers are at this point. Um, I think most OU fans expect the Big Twelve championships year in and year out. Um, but you are right. You know, it's it's very much wide open. Um, or as wide open as it has been is probably a better way to say that. Um, I think you're going to have some, some good teams around the field, um, and it'll be interesting to see what they look like. Now, Ryan, when you look at you know some of the key positions, of course, for this team and for this program this year around uh, Kyler Murray, which position do you look at as the one that has the most depth to it and the most talent to it to help Murray in this offense? You know, Maybe not keep pace with where it was under Baker Mayfield, but get close to that level. Honestly, and this is, again, no reflection on Kyler Murray whatsoever, but I think we can all agree that it's unfair to expect him to have Baker Mayfield production. But other than quarterback, I don't know that there's a position on the offense that you can honestly say is going to take a step down. Um, maybe fullback, and that's no reflection on Jeremiah Hall, but and Dimitri Flower, um, a longtime starter for OU, um, he, he graduated. So, you know, there'll be a new face there. But other than that, the offensive line, I know they lost Orlando Brown, but it's that's I'm not sure that's going to get much worse. Um, and the receivers are just going to keep getting better. I mean, the, the guys that OU keeps bringing in and the guys that they have coming in next year, this offense has so many options, it's, it's unbelievable. And then the, the running backs, the OU um, has guys like Rodney Anderson and Trey Sermon back. They have a guy like Kennedy Brooks out of his uh, redshirt season. He's going to be available. TJ Pledger, I mean, they have uh, uh, just – What do you think about Mike Stoops here? I mean, he's a guy who's always getting a lot of flack from OU fans, you know, rightfully so in many cases, because you can argue that uh, the defense was the reason this team didn't win a national championship the past couple of seasons. So when it comes to Mike Stoops, you know, it's a thought for Lincoln Riley. His brother, of course, basically groomed him for this job. This is a, I think this is a very difficult situation uh, for this entire OU program, I, I really do, Ryan. I'm not sure we, um, Lincoln Riley and, and Mike Stoops discuss or what their thoughts are. Um, I do know that uh, I'm sure it is uh, tough for both sides. I don't know if there is a desire for change on either side. You know, the two sides being Mike Stoops and Lincoln Riley. I'm not sure if there is a desire for change, um, but if there is, I'm sure that is a a tough conversation and a tough um, situation. Um, but I'm not entirely sure what that looks like for them. I do know that um, Lincoln Riley has expectations for the defense to take a step up and to continue taking steps up from where it has been. Um, but I'm not sure what the what the future of that looks like. 
Ryan, what about the defensive side of the ball in terms of where you expect the strength to be this year and what you expect, uh, what unit is going to carry that side of the ball in particular? I think Sooner fans are really, really excited to see what the secondary looks like. Um, for the first time in, in a while, at least to me, um, there are probably four guys that I can think of just off the top of my head that could start at cornerback, and I don't think OU fans would be upset about any combination of them. So it, it's exciting to see that kind of depth in, at the cornerback spot. Um, traditionally, when I say traditionally, the last few years, OU's um, past, past defense has, has tended to be um, torched at times, and, and it's gotten its fair share of licks. So showing up some of the... Um, the depth there will be exciting. Uh, I think that's going to be a position of strength that, that Sooner fans are going to really look forward to. Ryan, who do you expect to be the biggest, biggest challenger for the Sooners in the Big 12 this season? Um, people keep pointing at West Virginia, and I, I think that's fair. Um, I think they've earned uh, the right to be to be called a, a true contender in the Big 12 this year. Um, I still have a few questions about their defense, and, and maybe they're unfounded questions, but I'm, I'm just curious to see what they look like. I mean, they, they might be fantastic on defense they might not I really don't know um, but I am curious to see what that side of the ball looks like before I label them as, as for sure in the in a conversation but their offense is definitely going to be on pace with pretty much anyone in the country and I think that's anyone that's not willing to acknowledge that is not really looking at their offense they're, they're going to be good um, so I think that's one go I'm ahead sorry? I, I think that's one one team um, I do think Texas is going to be pretty good um, they definitely have the talent in place, and they, you know they've had the talent in place for a while. But I think they're, I think they're getting to a point where this this could be a, a breakout year for them. Um, I'm curious to see what TCU looks like, um, and I tell you what, if there's going to be one team to keep an eye on, and I, I probably don't need to tell you fans of this, but if there's going to be one team to keep an eye on this year to see what they do, um, it'll be interesting to see what Iowa State looks like this year. Um, obviously, the upset um, in Norman last year was a huge one for them, and it'll be interesting to see if that team can can put together, you know eight wins or so this season. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's a realistic number, um, but I, I do think that they're, they're poised to make a, um, to have a pretty good season. Well, once again, he is Ryan Lewis, the football brainiacs, joining us for a few minutes here on the show. Ryan, uh, really appreciate a few minutes of your time, and um, have a great 4th of July, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, sir. Happy Independence Day, and I appreciate you having me on. Good info there to Ryan Lewis, Football Brainiacs. Awesome stuff out of those guys. Once again, please do rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. I'd really appreciate it, and I'll send you a free koozie if you do it and screenshot it. Email me, Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon right here on the Heartland College Sports Podcast.